VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. They travel at speeds pushing 200 miles per hour. The very best drivers in the world putting their lives on the line every week. It's time to get the lowdown on this week's contenders, plus a look at the key driver matchups right now on Con Racing. Hey, everybody. Welcome back into Con Racing. Uh, kind of a unique show today. Uh, me and Mr. Jeff Motley, we both are remote today. So uh, I am, am hanging out down here in Mexico, and, and of course, it's NASCAR time. Mr. Motley, what part of the world are you in, Where's Waldo? I'm up here at beautiful Sonoma Raceway. In fact, you probably can hear the cars in the background. I think the Ferrari World Challenge or something is going on behind me right now. But enjoying a, a couple of days up here in wine country. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Very nice. So we, at least you're around racing. I, I can't say I'm around racing, but does not mean we can't sit here and talk about races. We didn't have races last week, Mr. Motley. So, uh, you know, of course, Easter weekend. I hope you had a great time with friends and family. And, you know, that's why I'm down here with friends and family. So hope you had a good one as well. Absolutely. It's good to be back talking about a race coming up this week, though. Now, when we left off, though, we knew that we were going to be going to Martinsville this week. We'll talk a bunch about that. Motley, you and I have been in an argument. Can we get 16 different winners in 16 different winners in 26 races? We're seven for seven right now. Can we keep that trend? You know, I don't. um, I I don't believe we're going to have like a a repeat. Uh, I, I don't believe we're going to go 16 races without having a repeat winner. Let's put it that way. In fact, I think the streak ends this week. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code champion and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. You think it ends this week. See, I don't think it ends this week. I think we get a new one this week. I don't think it's over, but I don't think we're going to 16 straight. Well, I don't think there's any question what a favorite Martin Truex Jr. is going to be this week. I mean, he's been an incredibly dominant driver at Martinsville of late. I think Joey Logano is going to be another really, really strong contender. Now, look, we all know know, Denny Hamlin's a guy who hasn't won yet this year. 
but he's still been the most consistent guy on the entire circuit. I mean, you look at what he's done him in points. I mean, that's amazing. When we look at the point standings, Denny Hamlin is way ahead of everyone else, even though he doesn't have a win. So I guess if I'm going to hedge my bet a little bit, the one guy that could add to the list this week of, of new winners or first-time winners could be Denny Hamlin. See, but the, I still think you got Denny Hamlin doesn't have a win. You still have a Chase Elliott, who is fantastic. At, at Martinsville, doesn't have a win. Yeah, you know, you still got Kevin Harvick without a win. You still got Kyle Busch without a win. Any of those guys can win at, at Martinsville. No, no, you're exactly right. I think all those guys are capable. Now, I'll tell you, I'm I'm kind of down on the entire Stuart Haas team right now. That one's a that one I'm not so sure about. I, you know, I just think that right now they've got to figure some things out before uh, I think they're going to be back in victory lane. But the other guys you mentioned, absolutely. You know, I didn't mention Chase Elliott earlier. Certainly, he's going to be a guy that's going to be a contender as well. Oh, Alex Bowman's run well there. I mean, Jeff, you, I still, I think we're going to go eight races this week. I think we're going to go eight for eight. And and what what was the record, Jeff? It wasn't ten to start the season in the modern era. You know, I mean. I believe it was 10 races is the record in 2001 or something like that where they went the first 10 races with 10 different winners. And I think we can get there. I really do. Well, you know, the one thing that's also a little bit different about the schedule now as opposed to going back in 2001 is we've had so many different type of racetracks. I mean, in 2001, we certainly didn't have a road course in the first eight races and this year we've gone to the road course at daytona we didn't we haven't had a dirt race in 50 years and we had a dirt race in <laughs> bristol a couple of weeks ago you know so we've certainly seen some diversity in the schedule early on and i think that has probably been part of the reason why we've seen some of these different winners well and and we got at the dirt track you and i both thought we'd see you know like an austin dillon or a tyler reddick or some of these dirt track guys we ended up with joey logano who didn't break the streak, continued the streak, but Logano is one of those guys this week that could win at Martinsville. So it's, I just, I still think that this week we have eight, and I think we will get number eight this weekend because of, of the fact that you named it. We got Martin Trex Jr., you've got, uh, uh, or I'm sorry, not Martin Trex, you got Danny Hamlin, and you have Chase Elliott, who to me are two of the favorites. Martin Trex, absolutely. But Denny and Denny and, and Chase, I mean, those are both pretty darn good guys at Martinsville. I think we go eight for eight. I just, I, that's that, my personal opinion. That's your two best options right there. I agree. You know, so it's, I, I, but it, either way, I think we're going to have a great time watching the race Motley because this, this season has been absolutely one to watch. So I, I can't knock it. I'm excited that we're, we're here talking about it, but everybody, once again, welcome back into gone racing, uh, the lovely decent studio in Las Vegas. It's just empty in the beautiful South Point Hotel Casino. Mr. Motley and I both on remote today, doing our best impersonation of other shows, trying to thank God we have Karina and the pros at Beeston, because uh, if it was just me and you, you know, I, I think we'd be in, well, we know we'd be in a lot of trouble, but trying to do both of these remote, uh, I think Karina might shoot us both when we get back next week, Motley. Well, hopefully we won't do this to her again this year. But uh, yeah, it's um, we would just be looking at computer screens if she wasn't here right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we'd be in trouble right now. So to the folks, the, the great crew back there, Beeson, great job. Thanks for letting us both do this, especially since I'm out here. Jeff, we got Martinsville this week. We were just talking seven races, seven winners. And, you know, Martinsville, Virginia, a short track, shortest on the schedule. One of the, 
I know I used to joke with one of your home tracks. I used to joke and say I hated this place, me and Mike Smith. But this is a fantastic place to, to race and a fantastic place for fans to go watch the race. Have you heard, are they opening up any of the restrictions in Virginia? What, they, what are they allowed at Martinsville this weekend? They are going to be allowed fans this weekend at Martinsville. Excellent. I think the number's going to be somewhere in the ten to 15,000 range. Uh, I think that's what they're hoping oh. for at the Speedway. Um, you know, we like to joke about how every track is like Martin Truex Jr.'s home track and all this. Look, Martinsville <laughs> truly is my home track. I grew up about nine miles from the Speedway, went to my first race there when I was five years old. I remember watching Earl Ross, a Canadian, driving an R&D car for Junior Johnson as a teammate to Cale Yarbrough, winning there in about 1974. You weren't even born, I don't think. So um, it's just it, my 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 history going back with Martinsville Speedway. Uh, I just I don't know. I always get excited about Martinsville weekend just because I kind of feel like it's a little a little piece of home. You know, I love going and watching the modifieds and the the late model sportsmen. You know, Richie Evans was one of my heroes, uh, one of the great modified racers of all time, um, who also lost his life at, at Martinsville Speedway, which unfortunately I was there that day too. Um, but just uh, so many memories, you know, with my, my dad and my grandfather going to races at Martinsville Speedway from the time I was big enough to walk. Well, you know, at Martinsville, this is another unique thing, Jeff. Saturday night racing at Martinsville. 7.30 Eastern time, our first official night race at Martinsville Speedway. Uh, that, to me, is just – this, to me, is akin to the lights being put at, at, you know, Wrigley Stadium. I mean, this is just awesome. We finally have our first official night race at, at Martinsville. Yeah, I think it's going to be really, really neat. I haven't checked to see what, you know, the weather is, if it's going to be, you know, cool or not, because this time of year you can get cool evenings, you can get warm evenings. But I think it's going to be a, a completely different element. I think it's going to be neat for the drivers. You know, the concrete in the turns, we know the concrete doesn't really react as much to to temperature, I guess, if you will, as opposed to asphalt, but it'll still be a little bit different for these guys to see, you know, racing when the sun has gone down at Martinsville. It's certainly not something they're used to. Well, the tires will react differently, even though it's tougher. It won't hold as much heat. means it may, you know, stay a little cooler, a little faster. Um, but, you know, the last kind of non-betting thing to me, this place has the coolest trophy. I don't care what trophy we ever come up with, Motley. This has the coolest trophy in our sport, the grandfather clock. Yeah, and do you know the history, Brendan, behind the grandfather clock? No, I just know that I don't have one, and Clay Campbell and Mike Smith threw some shade on me in my last race when I finished second and said, here's a brochure because close someone to come to get the one. Well, back in the day, in the 50s and the 60s, and really even into the 70s, Martinsville and the Henry County area where Martinsville sits was probably the it was the furniture capital of the United States. There were so many furniture companies, Bassett Industries, American of Martinsville, Hooker Furniture, Pulaski Furniture, all these furniture stores, these, these major factories were all in the Martinsville area. And the furniture was such a big deal that Clay Earls, who founded the Speedway, uh, got with the folks at American of Martinsville and created this grandfather clock. 
as a trophy, and uh, and it is still uh, still being used today. And it is. It's an amazing trophy. And guys like Daryl Waltrip and Richard Petty and some of those guys got a whole lot of things to tell time sitting around their houses. Yeah, Jimmy Johnson has quite a few of those, and and I of course have zero. And I've tried quite a few times to get that clock. So, all right, we we've we've joked about that stuff enough. Let's get into. I want to start Motley with just the championship odds this year. We talked last week a lot. And we talk all season about when to bet the futures. Look, we're about betting here. This is what we're here for. When do you bet futures? And if you started the season and you looked at people today, we, we talked last week how Kyle Larson has come way down in the odds to win the championship. Some guys have gone their way back up. To me, when I look at the odds to win the championship, Chase Elliott at plus 550, Denny Hamlin is 650 right now, Joey Logano and Martin Truex Jr. at 700, Kevin Harvick 750. Larson down to 800, Blaney at 850 with Kyle Bush right there, Brad Kay at 900, and William Byron 14 to one. Just that side of the page. If I'm a, if I'm a better right now, I'm looking and I'm saying, hey, 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 wait. I know Kyle Bush ain't winning, but Kyle Bush plus 850 and Kevin Harvick plus 750. Molly, I know we're not you're not high on Stuart Haas, but man, plus 750. I mean, that's Kevin was plus I think you know less than plus 300 most of last year. Well, but I think I'm also a little bit blown away that while Kevin may be plus 750, Martin Truex Jr. is plus 700. Those numbers are very similar, and Truex seems to be getting hot right now. And we know how good he's going to be on road courses. We know how he is, how good he is on short tracks. He's even proven to us that he could race pretty well on dirt, even though that was obviously the Xfinity race that he won at, at Bristol. You know, Truex is a guy who – you know, I'm sitting up here at Sonoma right now. He's won the last two races here at Sonoma. He's going to be going for three in a row here. I think that plus 700 number on Truex is a is a great number. And, you know, you like to talk about when you bet him. You know, if you want to take a little flyer to me on a guy that's double digits, you know, William Byron has seemed to have gotten consistent everywhere that he goes. And he is really adapting to these racetracks well. And he could be a real dark horse when we get into the playoffs. You know, I poo-pooed him at the start of the uh, the, the dirt race when I said, you know, okay, he won uh, the the Wednesday night I race Bristol dirt race, and okay, but this is this is real world now. And I, I I tend to do that to like William Byron and Alex Bowman and some of these young kids a lot, and they're making me you know eat crow every week. Byron at fourteen to one. He could be the next guy that starts to put this stuff together. I, I think you could be on there. And I also think Christopher Bell, who's already won once this year, I think Christopher Bell could be somebody that really does start outperforming what we expected of them this year. Yeah, I agree with you. And I think Christopher Bell kind of shocked everybody by getting that win on the road course at Daytona. And I think we had such high expectations for him going into that dirt race at, at Bristol. And and strangely enough, of all people, it was driver error on Christopher Bell's part that ended up taking him out of the race. So I, I think I've, I've probably been a little bit disappointed in Christopher Bell since he won his race, but that's just me. No, absolutely. I think I think we didn't expect a lot out of him, Jeff. And then all of a sudden he won, we expected, and then he's come back to what our expectations were to start the season. But if Christopher Bell can get hot, he's a kid that's proven that he can do it. He's at the organization that definitely knows how to do it. So I, I'm, I think we could see some stuff out of him in that double-digit round. You know, that, that's a nice number on that championship side. Anybody else over there I look at, you know, 
okay, Alex Bowman's 30 to one, Kurt Bush 33, Eric Almarola, Austin Dillon are both 50s. You know, Cole Custer 66, Matty D 66, Tyler Reddick. I don't know. I, I just, you know, maybe a Kurt Bush, but I just don't think the organization is, is good enough to compete all the way through. No, I agree with you. I, I think, and, and look, it's not exactly going out on a limb here, but I would feel pretty confident in saying the champion this year is going to come from that left-hand column that we're looking at on our screen there. And I think we've got, what, 10 names up there. Um, I think it's going to be interesting to see more than anything who are going to be the the 16 drivers who, who make it to the playoffs um, because I really, really think the, the champion's going to come from that, that group on the left. And I tell you, there's a few guys even in that group on the left. I really don't think that they there is going to be much of a factor as people think they are. You know, one guy we haven't mentioned either, Brendan, is Brad Keselowski. I mean, he's a plus 900. There's a defending series champ. He's a, he's driving for Penske. We know how good that team is. And he's the third guy in line at Penske on that list right there, which is a little surprising to me. Yeah, the third – hey, you just said that right. The third guy at Penske. They have three teams at Penske. And you have Brad Keselowski as the highest odd at plus 900. You know, and that's, uh, I mean, Logano plus 700. Okay. Yeah, sure. You know, Blaney plus 850, but that's, that's impressive that Brad Keselowski is the long shot in that group and he's plus nine, 900. He could, uh, man, I, I look at this as a better and I, there, it makes me salivate for a future. You know I mean? I, and, you know, I, I can see a lot. It, you know, it also shows the strength of the teams. You got three Gibbs drivers there, three Penske drivers, and three Hendrick drivers. The only one not in that, uh, one of those three teams is Kevin Harvick, and he's a guy that I'm just telling you, until that entire organization gets a little bit better, you know, I think you're going to see Harvick's odds go from a plus 750 to a, a plus 800 and then a plus 900, and it wouldn't shock me to see him be a double-digit guy within the next two months. If that team, the, the whole Stuart Haas organization, can't start running a little better. Well, and there, there's a point. I do always talk about timing, right? I say, I want this to be timed correctly. Okay. Well, then I, I, I agree with you. Wait another two, three weeks. Wait a month and see if Kevin Harvick's odds jump into that 900, jump into a double digit if he's still not running well. Then jump on and then. I, I, I don't disagree with that. Yeah, I just think it's going to be kind of interesting there. I mean, and you know, in Elliott right now, I'm, I'm actually, I guess, I've been a little bit disappointed that that Elliott has not been a little bit more consistent and hasn't run better and hasn't gotten a win. I mean, look, I know we had, see, so had some real bad luck on the road course at, at Daytona, and he's had some bad luck, you know, in a few races throughout the year. But you know, Chase Elliott at plus five fifty, if he doesn't start running a little bit better over the next few weeks, we could see that number shrink a little bit. Well, you know what? Let, let's we're, we're talking about those futures. We're talking about that thing, but let's let's start talking about the odds to win Martinsville for a second. The Motley says you're mentioning Brad K and Chase Elliott, who you guys we talked about. Let me give you a stat before I give you the odds. Who do you think has the best average finish last ten races at Martinsville Speedway? Uh, wow. That's uh, I know you've got that right in front of you. I would probably, yes, I if I were a guessing person, I'd probably say maybe Joey Logano. And, and I would have thought Joey Logano or even Chase Elliott or Martin Truex, how we always thought. Brad Keselowski, 10 races, 10 top 10s at Martinsville Speedway. Has he Are had any top me? fives? 
<laughs> nine top fives. Nine. Nine top fives, really? Nine top fives in the last 10 races at Martinsville. Where in the world have we not been talking about this? But oh, has, my gosh. Has he never won at Martinsville, though? Yeah, he's won in 2017 and 2019. Yeah, you I and just, I missed I, the boat on that. that. I just I'm looking at the stats right now and I'm going, oh my God! We talked about Brad just now on championship, but I had no 3.8 average finish last 10 races. That's phenomenal, Jeff. That's that uh, is quite remarkable. And and yeah, in some of these races, wow. and, you know, we talk about the playoff race. Those are those are a lot of money on the line there. I mean, it's a lot of lot at stake in those races. No, absolutely. I just that 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 just floored me. All right, let's get to the odds though. To win the race, you got Martin Truex Jr. at plus 500, Chase Elliott at plus 600, Brad Kay at plus 600, Denny Hamlin, Joey Logano at 700, Ryan Blaney at 800. Then you get to double digits. Kyle Kyle Busch, Kyle Larson, 12 to 1, Kevin Harvick, 14, Alex Bowman, William Byron, both at 25, Chris Ravel, Kurt Busch, 30s, Matty D, 66, with Tyler Reddick, Eric Almarola, Austin Dillon, Ryan Newman, Bubba Wallace on 80 to 1, and Chase Briscoe rounds that out at 100 to 1 on our first page. Um, after talking about Brad Keselowski and his run there at plus 600, <laughs> I, 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 okay, only two wins, but still, man, when we get to the top threes, I think I, I think I found my first bet for the week. Well, I'll tell you something. I think, given the dominance that Martin Truex Jr. has had there to be plus 500, I mean, weren't we used to seeing guys like a, a Truex at Martinsville or knowing what we now know about Keselowski? Aren't we used to seeing those guys being like a, a plus 250 or a plus 300 to win? I mean, plus 500 and plus 600 seem like pretty good numbers to me. Well, listen, and we talk about Martin Truex's dominance, but he doesn't even have as good of an average finish as as, as many top 10s or top 5s as Brad Keselowski. So, I mean, but he's got you know, wins. those – no, they got the same number of wins, two wins in the last 10 races, each of them. So, I, I just I, – you know, that that those two numbers for Martin and Brad Keselowski are great. And then you got Chase Elliott, who, once again, a guy that we think is there. But Denny Hamlin, plus 700. You know, here's a guy that was great there for a while, not as good lately, you know, but still uh, was always fantastic at the short tracks. I mean, Denny knows what he's doing. Second, fifth, fourth, 24th, and 11th in the last five races. So, uh, you know, there's some, those guys that I want to be. The, I want to be the guy to have that. those, you know, like we said, Molly, I want that eight races eight winners in eight races. So I'm rooting. I'm rooting right now for Chase Elliott or Denny Hamlin to win those. Well, and hey, Brendan, haven't we had a double-digit winner in every single race this oh. year? And there's and there are only six guys in single digits. That's right. We forgot we have the double-digit trend. Who, Kyle Busch, 12 to 1. I mean, okay. Kyle Busch at 12 to 1. I'm trying to pull the stat on Kyle Busch. Oh, wait. Second best point getter. Eight top 10, seven top five, two wins. In the last Kyle Larson. Races. Kyle Larson. Double digit. Oh man, there is a lot of great numbers right there. That wow, that uh, a lot of stuff to think about for the betters, guys. When we come back, we're going to uh, go into the top threes, which I think we know will fall this. But me and Motley could find a couple of our best this week in those top threes when we return to more on Gone Race.
Welcome back into Gone Racing, everybody. Brendan Gone, Jeff Motley in the VEASAN studio. Sort of this week, we're both doing this remotely. But you know what? We're making it work thanks to the great folks at VEASAN who take great care of us and make us look like professionals that we are, Jeff. So we're going to jump right into the top threes right now because I think we're going to have a lot of fun with these top threes this week. And there's some numbers that I do like when we were just talking. Martin Truex Jr. plus 145, Chase Elliott 175, Brad K 175. Denny Hamlin joining the Ganos at 200, Ryan Blaney 225, Kyle Busch and Kyle Larson plus 325, Harvick 375. Then look at this jump. Alex Bowman plus 650, William Byron, Christopher Bell all there, Kurt Busch and Matty D at plus 800, Tyler Reddick, Eric Almirola at 16, Austin Dillon, Ryan Newman, and Bubba Wallace at 18, and Chase Briscoe at 20. These, of course, come from DraftKings. Um, Jeff, there's a big jump from the plus 300s to the 600s, then to the double digits. I, I like some of these numbers here. Yeah, I'm kind of with you there. You know, we talked earlier about, you know, William Byron and his chances to win. And, you know, he's a plus 650. I think that's a pretty high number when you talk about that gap between Kevin Harvick and Alex Bowman. But even going back to the ones in that in that first group, uh, you know, we talked earlier about Kyle Larson. You know, he's running in the he's in the best car he's ever been in. Uh, Kyle Larson is a short track racer. Yes, I know he got a lot of his love on dirt. But plus 325 for Kyle Larson for a top three, I think that's a pretty interesting number. You know, you mentioned that, and how about this one? Alex Bowman, he only has six starts at Martinsville Speedway. Three of them top ten finishes, seventh, sixth, and sixth. Uh, Sixth is in his last two races. Uh, Alex Bowman has a great number next to him when you're talking about that. I mean, a plus 650, and he's been running really solid, consistent this year. There are great returns on this top three. Oh, there's no question about that. And, you know, and I even look farther down the line and I see a guy like a Tyler Reddick. You know, it's 16 to 1, a guy that we've seen, you know, have good runs at, at, at the short tracks. And, and there's a guy like Bubba Wallace. Bubba won at Martinsville in a truck. In fact, I right. think it might have been his first career win ever. First win. So, right. He's been to Victory Lane at Martinsville. I remember that well. That's when I got my brochure for the grandfather clock for finishing second behind him. Thanks, Motley. Well, I had forgotten that you were the bridesmaid in that race against Bubba Wallace. So my apologies if that uh, ruffled <laughs> yeah, some sure feathers. Yeah, forgot. But no, I mean, you're, you're naming guys that right there, that's pretty darn sporty. I mean, if you talk about those guys in, in top tens and you talk about, get, oh, we don't need to win the race, Jeff. Just need that top three. Bubba Wallace has a win there. Bubba Wallace is 18 to one. Can this be a week that that Denny Hamlin car, he's got the Gibbs equipment. You've got Denny Hamlin, Martin Truex Jr., those guys that are phenomenal here. This could be a week that he ends up getting that top three. He's been running well enough, just had mistakes in races. That could be a good number right there with him. Yeah, it could be. And, you know, we a lot of times at Martinsville, we see somebody creep into that top five that you just don't expect them to be there. I mean, I remember a few years ago, I think Danica Patrick was like running top 10 at Martinsville. And we're like, where on earth did that come from? It just it just seems like at Martinsville, there's always that somebody that just kind of comes out of nowhere and has a strong run. And, and you are correct. I remember that. I remember that Danica Patrick race. We, we, we were all poo-pooing Danica and all of a sudden here she comes running strong. And that could be this, that very well could be this week. Here's another one. We haven't mentioned an odd yet for him. I got to go to the second page. Daniel Suarez, 20 to 1 for a top three. That track house team is running really freaking good right now, Jeff. 
Yes, they certainly have. I mean, you saw what he did on the dirt, what he did, you know, the week before that. I mean, I think uh, Daniel is definitely a guy that's coming on, and that team, look out. No, I, you know, I'm, I'm impressed every week with how far they've come in such a short time. When you figure that's a brand-new organization, they're using RCR stuff, got it. But that's still brand-new, ground-up, Justin Marks and those guys. That's pretty impressive. Um, I, I Daniel Suarez was great at Martinsville too for a little bit. So that could be another one of those guys that surprises us and gets that W. Well, and I think especially when you look at a number like 20 to one, I mean, I think 20 to one is very enticing when you look at that. And, you know, even a guy like you got Eric Jones and Cole Custer are both at 20 to one. And there's another couple of guys that I guarantee Eric Jones is a guy who has run solid at Martinsville because he seems to be solid you know, everywhere. I know he's not in quite as good a car as he was in before, but I like some of those 20 to one guys if you want to take a flyer on some people. You know, when you look at the qualifying metric where these guys are starting, Michael McDowell starting 14th means he's been running, still running well. The season's been going progressing well for him. So he's 50 to one in the top three. I mean, there's a lot of numbers, a lot of guys, but I, I like what we're talking. I like that Alex Bowman. I like those William Byrons. I really dig those spots. All right, guys, when we come back, we're going to get into the, uh, tro- the top 10, ah, the head-to-head matchups and our group matchups. We'll have you back in a couple minutes. Jeff Motley, uh, gone racing at the fabulous South Point Casino Vison Studio. We are both remote. Mr. Motley at the lovely Sonoma Raceway listening. I can hear Ferraris going around in the background, which that sounds like a ton of fun. I miss those days, kind of. Not as much as I miss looking at the beach while doing the, the show with you, Mr. Motley. But, you know, it's good enough. I'm looking at vineyards and you're looking at the beach. Hmm. It's hey, it's a rough life on gone racing, okay? I'm hey, having, hey, I, I can have a glass of wine and you can drink my ties. <laughs> and and we're saying this all while the crew back at the Visa Studio is looking at us, going, "Yeah, we think we're about to have a technical difficulty." Yeah, Karina's like, "Wait a minute, you guys got wine and my ties, and I'm <laughs> I'm sipping a beer under the table here." I mean, <laughs> <laughs> she's she's got her mask on in the studio, being so polite and proper, and we are just rubbing it in. So let's yep. hopefully we don't get her to turn us off right now. We'll go right into our head-to-head matchups for Martinsville Speedway. And, Jeff, right off the bat, I am looking at some of the biggest head-to-head numbers we've seen. In, uh, other than the plus 200 on Christopher Bell a couple weeks ago, we got Brad Keselowski plus 110 to Martin Truex Jr.'s minus 130. Now, we just talked. Martin Truex, you were like, oh, the dominant. Brad Keselowski, nine top tens. He's only get, been beat by Martin in two of the last ten races. That how about that for thought? Well, you know, it, it, it's certainly one that would make you pause, and I mean, I can see why you'd want to go there. If, if as we get through the head-to-heads, we're going to see a lot of love for Martin Truex Jr. by the bookmakers. Yeah, I mean, if you go on the dope line on Martin Truex today, now Martin looks so good on the dirt last weekend that it, it, I mean, both truck and Cup race that it makes me kind of worry about you know to, to bet the dope line. 
but you got a plus 110, Ryan Blaney, to Martin's 130. And Ryan Blaney, five top fives in the last 10 races at Martinsville. So, I mean, pretty darn good there. You got Chase Elliott, plus 110 to minus 130, Martin Truex. You got a Joey Logano, plus 130 to Martin Truex's minus 150. And Logano, seven top tens, four top fives, and a win in the last 10 races. So, there's some things here that, I, I, you know, I could really jump on. Brendan, Brendan, we've got Denny Hamlin plus one forty five against Martin Truex Jr. Martin so Denny Hamlin a plus one forty five to beat one guy. I'm telling you that boy, I like that one. Like it a lot. Well, and you know they're, they're making it very difficult. Last couple of weeks, Jeff, we've been talking about betting the don't line on Kevin Harvick or betting the don't line on Kyle Busch, right? Well, if I'm betting the don't line, I better be ready to take some minus numbers. Kevin Harvick is plus 110 to Kyle Larson's minus 130. And Kyle Busch is plus 110 to Denny Hamlin's minus 130 and plus 125 to Joy Logano's minus 145. Is there any enticement to go into the dark side with, uh, you know, betting the don't line and going on, on a negative number, though? Ah, uh, boy. It's just not a lot to be made on some of those negative numbers because they're so high. I mean, Still when you talk money. about minus Still 130s and minus 165s and minus 145s, I, those are big numbers. Hey, guess what it still does, though? It still cashes the ticket and makes you money. It does, and if you go pick them and you win it, it's going to cause me to have to do math. Well, uh, hey, listen, that, this whole thing is about math, okay? It's sports betting, and I just want to make money. I don't care if it's making $5 or $50. You're making money. I like the Kyle Larson. You said Kyle Larson, how great he is, best equipment he's been in here, and, and how he was such a great short track racer. You know, Kyle Larson – Minus 130, and we said Kevin Harvick is just flat out struggling. I don't know. I, I don't dislike that bet. No, I, I don't disagree with you. Uh, I mean, I'd look at a lot of those. You know, Kyle Busch getting a plus 125 against Joey Logano. I mean, that's uh, – you know, I wouldn't go with Joey on that one. I mean, I wouldn't go on the, the don't line there. Um, you know, Alex Bowman, you talked about how consistent he's been at Martinsville. He's on a don't line at a minus 120. That one would certainly be interesting to me. You know, so there, there, there is some food for thought here. I'm looking at a couple of these. I may, I may jump on a couple negative numbers this week just because I feel really confident about, you know, Kevin Harvick is not run like you said until he can prove it. Until Kyle Busch, without a truck race beforehand, can prove that he is back. I might go on, on to a negative number here in those head-to-head matchups. I be ready to do some math, Mr. Motley. And Brendan, one other negative number up there, and I'm kind of scratching my head a little bit. What is making Brad Keselowski and Ryan Blaney both a minus Same. 110? I, I'm not sure what Ryan Blaney has done to earn to be basically even money with Brad Keselowski. Well, I'll give it to you. He's been fourth, fifth, second, and second in the last four races. That's why. Okay. All right. We'll give him that. I mean, he, and he has an 8th, 3rd, 20th, and 4, 5, 2, 2, so... Blaney has been really, really strong here also, even though we haven't talked much about him. Remember, 225, top three, and Blaney plus 800 to win the race. So Blaney, if he can get over that, you know, not being the closer thing that I always talked about, and he did earlier this year, he proved that he can finally close. Maybe this is the year we start jumping on him more often. No, it'd be curious. I think this is a good test for him. It will be a great test. All right, let's jump into our groups. Let's start with those, and we'll finish them in our, in our last segment. Group A, we've got Martin Truex Jr., at plus 240, the regular usual suspects almost back now in our group A. It's not like last week 
where it was uh, so much so amusing. Yeah, we had Stuart so. Friesen in a group A or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So Martin Truex Jr. plus two forty-five, and then Brad K, Ryan Blaney, and Chase Elliott all round out at plus two eighty. There. Um, we talked about Brad, Brad K. Why he's so so good there. We've talked about Martin. We just talked about Blaney. We just talked about Chase. I could not give you a pick in that group, Jeff. That's that is the toughest group A I can remember us having most of the season. I, I agree with you. I think we could easily sit here and make a case for all four guys. And if we tried hard enough, we could probably make a case against all four guys. But could not agree with you more that Group A is one this week that I just would not touch. Then we jump right into Group B. We have Joey Logano Denny, at 230, Denny Hamlin 250, Kyle Busch 275, and Kyle Larson 345. Now, hey. That's giving me some food for thought there. I do like how well Kyle Larson's been. I we know we both have been the you know saying no on Kyle Bush. Denny Hamlin and Joey Logano, I get it. But Larson, I think Larson could be extremely good there in group B. Yeah, I really like the return on that. I mean, that's such a big number there, plus 345. And look, I think we know that Logano and Hamlin and even Kyle Bush have got good track records at Martinsville. But again, kind of going back to what I said in the previous segment. You know, this is the best equipment we've ever seen Kyle Larson in. And Kyle Larson's a guy who was competitive in his days racing for Ganassi. But now that he's gotten into a Hendrick car, you know, I think Kyle Larson's a guy that's got a chance every week, no matter what kind of racetrack we're on, to go out there and have a chance to win. Yeah, I mean, plus 345. That, I mean, I take Kyle Busch out right off the bat because he's been doing so poorly. But I, I do like that Kyle Larson number. That, that could be a, a great return there. All right, guys, we're going to finish up the groups, give you our picks, and we'll close up the show when we come back on Gone Racing. See you in a minute. segment here on Gone Racing. Jeff Motley, Brennan Gone, talking all things Martinsville this weekend. And Jeff, we still got a couple groups we got to finish off here where we left off. We're going into group C, and let's jump right into it. We got Kevin Harvick at plus 200, Kurt Busch and Alex Bowman plus 295, William Byron at plus 315. Um, you talked about, you know, we talked about Kevin Harvick's woes. I don't see why he's a plus 200. I mean, I get if you go off of just straight history, you know, and, and looking at odds, okay, maybe a little bit, but man, I, I talked about Alex Bowman. You've talked about uh, about William Byron. Um, we haven't talked about Kurt Busch though. You think Kurt, uh, and that's your guy, four top tens, last five, ten races there, one top five. You think that's enough to put? Well, it's sixth, ninth, and fifth in the last three races. So Kurt running well there still. What do you think? I think Kurt's always been a solid, solid competitor at Martinsville. You know, those two young uh, Hendrick drivers have been have been pretty good. And uh, I, I just, I don't know. I mean, Kurt's team doesn't seem to be quite as strong this year as maybe it had been in the past. I, I don't really know if that's having more youth in that team with Ross Chastain there instead of 
Kyle Larson and Matt Kenseth, but um, I don't know. I just I think I like those two young Hendrick drivers a little bit better than I do Kurt Busch in that group. So do I. It's very hard for me to pick between Byron and Bowman. I think they're both really, really running well. I think, like I said, every time I say something negative about William Byron, about, oh, yeah, you know, okay, the, you know, making fun of the, the stimulators and stuff, William Byron goes out and pulls off another phenomenal run, wins, wins a stage in top three. So I'm not betting against William Byron anymore. Uh, jump on into Group D. You got Matty D and Eric Almirola plus 225, Chris Revelle 295, and how about this big return? Bubba Wallace plus 375. Um, look, Bubba, we talked about his win there, right? We talked about him getting his first truck win at, at there. He's average finish in six races, 21.7. You know, Matty D, it's hard to look at Matty D's stats because we know the old teams he used to race for. Last two races, though, seventh and tenth for uh, the Woods Brothers. I, I, I like Matt Benedetto a whole lot more there. What about you? I like the guy when in the best car. That's Matt DiBenedetto. So um, I do like Matt DiBenedetto there. Uh, and I say the best car. I mean, Christopher Bell's got a good car, too, over there at, at Gibbs, obviously. But I do like DiBenedetto there. The fact that he's heads up against Eric Almirola, I think he should clearly be the favorite over Almirola in that situation. So, yeah, I know he's the favorite, but I like Matty D as well. Eric's got two top tens there, ninth and seventh. Uh, seventh in the last race, last year in the playoff race, ninth uh, uh, in 2019. Got a couple top tens, but right now you said it. The Stuart Haas teams just don't seem to be the Stuart Haas we know. Um, I would be, I'd be on that Bubba Wallace pick honestly before I, or 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 stick with the favorite with Matty D. I think Matty D is the best equipment with the most experience and the best driver in that group. But yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Uh, group E, we have Chris Boucher at 245, Austin Dillon there at 245, Cole Custer and Tyler Reddick both at, both at 300s. Tough group for me to pick. I mean, Booster has been very sneaky. I think that the RCR cars have been eons better than they've ever been the last year and a half. So to me, one of the RCR cars does good every week, right? It looks like we always have either Tyler Reddick good or Austin Dillon good. And I don't know, you, you don't know which one to pick each week, Jeff. Yeah, that's a tough group for me. You know, I, I tend to think, you know, Martinsville is a very technical racetrack. And sometimes I think the more experienced, the, the better off you might be, which would lead me to, toward Busher or Dillon. Because the one thing we know is really until the end of last year, you know, the Xfinity Series hadn't even raced it at Martinsville. So I know Custer uh -huh. and Reddick had some laps there in the truck, but they didn't have a lot of experience in, in the Xfinity Series. So I kind of like, I guess, the two favorites there just because they're veterans. And and I agree. I, the only thing I say, and if you look at their average finish, it's 19 to 21, their best average, their career average finish at the track. So they're all tight right there. To me, it comes down to the RCR cars seem to be the better equipment right now. And which one is going to be better at the time, Austin or Tyler? And, and it's a pick them between those two for me. So it's going to be tough to get on that one. All right, let's jump into our, our favorite group, the group after Ron Flatter, but not Chris Boucher group anymore. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. at plus 240. Daniel Suarez at 265 there with Eric Jones. And Ross Chastain coming in at plus 320. I'm not, Ross has not shown me enough to start jumping on that bandwagon yet. Uh, he really hasn't performed like, uh, he hasn't stepped up from the Matt Kenseth era. Let's just say that, right, Jeff? I mean, Matt was running about the same as Ross is. But Daniel Suarez again, that name pops up. 
Yeah, you know, I like Suarez. I mean, there's a possibility there, but it's hard for me to go against the favorite in that group. I think, you know, Stenhouse has run a little better this year, and, and I think that's, you know, I know it was on dirt. It's a little different. That second-place finish had to give him a little bit of a shot in the arm at Bristol to run as well as he did, and I, I, I kind of like Stenhouse there. You know, I, I look, I'm just looking between Suarez and Stenhouse. We talked about Suarez there. Stenhouse at last 10 races, Average finish of 22.9. Uh, Daniel Suarez, eight races to go for that. 21.1, two top tens for each of them. It's a tough, tough pick between those two. You know how I feel about momentum. I think they both have it is the problem. Um, and they're both, they should be the two favorites. Hard for me to pick between those two. But to me, that's a two-man horse race out of that four-man field. I agree. Totally agree. Well, we have our, our last set of picks that we do nowadays, the race team winner, which has been a lot of fun that we added this. A lot of guys call me and say they're glad we added this one. It's a lot of fun to talk about. And you have to remember, some teams have two, some teams have three, some teams have four drivers. So right now, what do you got to look at? You got to look at Joe Gibbs Racing, plus 190. They are the favorite because they have four race teams, and their four teams have Martin Trex Jr., Denny Hamlin, you still have Kyle Busch, so that's that's there. Team Penske plus two fifteen. We said we love all three of the Penske drivers. Hendrick Motorsports two eighty five. Then look at this gap. Stuart Haas Racing. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Plus nine hundred for Stuart Haas Racing. Chip Ganassi another big gap twenty five to one. RCR thirty three. Roush Fenway fifty. JTG sixty six. And the field at fourteen to one. Uh, any reason to go with the field yet again, Jeff? No, there's no field bet here, and I think you really hit on it. The the drop-off now between the top three and Stuart Haas, like what has happened? Um, you know, that is a that is a dramatic, dramatic drop. I think the Childress team and the Roush team at 33 and 50 to 1 with the way Stenhouse and Newman have, won, have run uh, over at, at, with their group, and I, I don't know. I just think there's a lot of guys that to be considered out here. I'd argue that they're worth – that they should be the 900 and Stuart Haas. The only reason you're giving Stuart Haas that plus 900 is because it's, there's still Kevin Harvick and you're waiting for him to turn it on. I agree. So I, I just, to me, if I, I, my favorite though, there is team Penske. I think that all three of their, their drivers are the three class. Remember Matt the Benedetto does not count as team Penske. He is Wood brothers. So you got to remember that you got to pay attention to that. Bubba Wallace doesn't count for Gibbs. He's 23 X one. So you know, I, I, I like Team Penske plus 215. It's as good of a number as you're getting on guys in top three. So I wouldn't be afraid to bet that, Jeff. No, I, I would like that too. I mean, there's some pretty good drivers out there. And you're, like you said, all three are capable of winning. All right. Well, let's get into our uh, my favorite part of the show right now because I am still kicking everybody's butt in our, our league, of course, the Gone Race Betting League. And uh, I, I have a commanding lead, I'm going to say, Jeff, commanding over the field. And you, of course, in second place, were all positive, and then the pit crew is not doing very well to start the season. So with that, uh, I say, Mr. Motley, how about you lead us off into the first five picks right now, and then we'll read the uh, pit crews when the we'll read the pit crews after yours. I'm happy to do that. Uh, I'm going to go, uh, and I don't really have a reason for this, but I'm going to go chase Elliott to win at plus 600, and I think my biggest reason is because I know he had the Hail Mary there uh, at Martinsville in the playoffs, 
And I just like that big number, plus 600. I think this is where Chase Elliott bounced back. Um, also, uh, looking into the uh, the group matchups, I've got Kyle Larson winning in Group B at a plus 345. I, I love him there. I think I got my sheets out of order a little bit. I'm also going Ricky Stenhouse Jr. in Group F at a plus 240. I really like that one. Um, I'm going to go Brad Keselowski at plus 175 for a top three. And the other one, I'm just not going to let it go to pass, is Denny Hamlin at a plus 145 head up against Martin Truex Jr. I just really, really like that pick. Well, Motley, unfortunately, Motley, you and I aren't going to have many differences sometimes again, but we are going to go head-to-head a couple times. Uh, I'm going to come off with, uh, I'm going to start in the top threes this week, and I got and I got no race winner. I got the lead. I don't need to take a long shot. Alex Bowman in our top three, and Brad Keselowski in a top three. Those two guys right there, the numbers are too good. I like Brad at 175, and I like the long shot of Bowman plus 650. Um, I'm going to make you do math. I'm taking Kyle Larson on the minus 130 line against Kevin Harvick. In the head-to-head, I just I'm betting the don't line on Kevin there. Kevin's a plus 110. I don't know why he is over Kyle Larson. How well he's been running, so I'm jumping on that until Kevin can prove me wrong. I'm going to go head-to-head with you with Daniel Suarez in Group F. I'm going to go Group F, hit him against you, and see if I can't make up some ground. And then I am going to go to the racing winner of Team Penske. I think they're they are just way too loaded for Bear this week, and so I'm going to take my first team winner of Team Penske. And then with that, we're going to have the pit crews lineups. And the pit crew is going to go, looks like we have Denny Hamlin in the top threes right there. Is that to win the race? My eyes are getting old. Uh, We got top three for Kyle Busch. We got Group A, Martin Truex Jr. Group D, Bubba Wallace. And they're doing the head-to-head of Kyle Busch over Joey Logano. They are going for the Joey Logano. uh, No note line on Kyle Busch this week. Ooh, see how that pays off for you, Cotton. Bold strategy, since Kyle hasn't won anything lately. Well, Motley, made it through. Two remote remote guys. Thank you to the crew back at Decent. Jeff, uh, have fun at Sonoma. All right, see you in Vegas next week. We'll be back. We'll be back next week, guys. Thanks for joining us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll break this down and we'll talk all our results and see if I can hold on to the lead. See you next week on Gone Racing, guys. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.